<laughs> Fergie's like, hmm. Sorry, um, I'm trying to book a nail appointment. I <laughs> <laughs> look fabulous out here. Trying to. My nails are busted and everything's closed because it's like Easter tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no. true. Uh, yeah, now when I'm done with the vid, I should do that too. <laughs> I still didn't get a haircut. I'm going to show up to Easter with a hat on. I'm going to be a reverend. Okay, I'm bro, sorry. The only, <laughs> you're going to be a reverend? The only way that's going to work is that you have to steal like a, an auntie's hat. Um, like big hats. A church hat. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Like, that's the only way it's going to work. Oh, that reminds me of the wire where um, there was a gang shootout that involved the grandma going to church, and it was. And I thought it was going to be this tragic thing, like, oh man, the grandma got shot, but she didn't get shot. Just her church hat. That's so funny. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's so funny. <laughs> And the and the gate the the guy that the boss that ordered the hit uh, Idris Elba's character he was like wait you shot off a grandma's hat at church mm-hmm. right that's against the code like <laughs> that's against the code I'm supposed to do that it's, it's it's almost as bad as her getting shot honestly like yep <laughs> uh, the that's wire so, so such a great show unlike um what we're about to review oh my god okay all right so. <laughs> We know your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible. What did we think of this movie? I'm giving this movie a B minus. What? Odin reminds me of a Haitian father. <laughs> this is. It feels like the comic brought to live screen. <laughs> This is, if this is the story they are going for, can we buy a cheap table so I can flip it? <laughs> yeah, like, we will not have it, dog. Hi, right, everybody. We got a curfew. By 9 o'clock, you're Odin's Oh, my grace. Dang, can you edit that out? And now... This is Marvelous Friends. Marvelous Friends. Welcome to the Marvelous Friends podcast. You are now listening to Marvelous Friends. What is going on, everybody? This is the Marvelous Friends podcast. Welcome to episode number 101. And uh, we have an exciting one today. We're going to talk about Moon Knight, episode number three. But before we get into that, my name is Rob. I'm the host of this fun, amazing, and um, awesome podcast. And I have four of my friends with me. This is Rinaldi. Elise. And I'm Fergie. And today we're going to talk about Moon Knight episode number three. Stay tuned. I watched this episode and I'm going to be very honest with you guys. I remember some things and other things uh, did not capture me. With this episode. Yeah. I want to talk a bit about some of that stuff. Um, but how do we feel about this episode overall? Let, let's first talk about that. Um, yeah, no, I think, you know, I find myself saying that a lot with these Disney Plus shows. Like, you know, oh, this isn't terrible. The, you know, this isn't bad. But, and I don't know, I was just expecting more for episode three. You know, this is mm-hmm. the third episode. This is when things are supposed to increase you know in terms of tension in terms of excitement in terms of like um just the 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 urgency the stakes and i feel like this episode took a step back 
it, like it felt like oh they, this isn't as urgent as I thought mm-hmm. um except maybe like the ending I think the ending it kind of reminded me okay things are serious in terms of trying to stop Arthur but before that it didn't I don't know it just didn't feel like this was a, a big mission with like big stakes right mm-hmm. right how about you girls how do you girls feel about um episode three um i liked this episode i think for a disney plus series this has been really good um i know that's not saying a whole lot but i know one of rinaldi and rob's criticism in our last episode of moonlight was that there's no like connection when it comes to fighting and the punches and all that stuff and i feel like this was actually kind of violent for disney plus standards with the knife and stuff and there was some blood, um, so that's like an, a slow improvement <laughs> from nothing to like droplets. Um, but uh, yeah, I I like Oscar Isaac. I forgot um, Gaspard was in this. Um, that actor who passed away <laughs> earlier this year. I forgot this was his last um, film, movie, whatever you want to call it. Um, so that like was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe he was here. But um, yeah, I'm enjoying the ride so far. Um, I know there's like things that you guys aren't crazy about, but I think I'm taking this for what it is and what they're giving us and just like going along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Elise? Yeah. Um, for me, yeah, this is not bad. I still feel like, okay, it, it's still holding my attention, but I just kind of wanted to see more with this episode. I think coming off of episode two, I was like, okay, it, it, it's it's moving forward. It's picking up. I'm about to see some more action. I'm about to see a, a, something um, moving a little bit more. And I think to I think to Rinaldi's point about like I don't know. It's not really feeling high stakes. It kind of doesn't. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know. It's like yeah, I know what Arthur Harrow wants to do, but I I still don't really feel the weight of all of that. Um. And I think to well, what something that was interesting also is um, the possibility or theory that the person who or the personality that was in episode one that was killing people might have might not have been Mark Spector this entire time. It might be a third, like just a third personality this entire time, the one that keeps glitching out. But like, and you know, so I've I've. Um, been thinking about that and i think i've also seen online i was like oh wow but you know i think i don't know it it, it was good but it just i i i think what i want to see um i guess the glitching outs are fine but like really show me what he's doing though i think that's what mm-hmm. i need to see like i don't need you to like do the little glitch glitch out thing. And then he's somewhere else. And then there's blood on him or he's somewhere else. And I'm just like, okay, well, how did you kill these guys? I'm trying to just give me, give me a drop of blood. Just one. Cause yep. I just, you know, not well, we, that, you we know. did get that. We did okay. get that. Just not in a fight. Okay. Give me, t- <laughs> okay. Correction. Give me two drops of blood. <laughs> um, because like, I don't know, but, um, so I guess what I'm hoping for is that they are going to go back and just kind of show me this third personality that they seem to be introducing and how mm-hmm. he kind of 
works his mercenary assassin magic. Um, but yeah, the, the episode kind of plateaued for me, I guess, uh, in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. But I still like it. I still like it. We'll be right back. In a world where age is nothing but a number in life and in fandoms, join Kimberly and Sheila as they review movies and TV shows for their podcast, Forever Fangirls. Tune in bi-weekly as we delve into the good, the bad, the cute, and explore different themes of each show we cover. Or you can listen to my wife do different voices. Anyway, darlings, Forever Fangirls is available on all major podcasting platforms or on our website, foreverfangirls.com. Yeah. Yeah, I um I I want to watch this episode again. Cuz I feel like there's things that I missed, right? Just on a storyline basis. But I did like, you know, how we just discovered that the in episode 1 um Oh my gosh, why am I forgetting? Steven, right? Yeah, uh, Steven. He 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 glitches out and comes back, and there's like you know one scene where there's people who are dead, right? So we're assuming that that is Mark, and then there's another time where Steven glitches out, and he's so he's just somewhere else, and that could be someone else, right? I I like that we're introducing that in this episode, which I saw online that that could be what's his last name, Jake something. Um, I forget his name. Uh, but it's it's. I Jake. mean, they're gonna they're gonna introduce it at some point yeah. in the show, so. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. But I, that's what I think is that's what the, I think they're doing is they're doing Jake, um, Jake from State Farm, um, <laughs> Drake, Drake from State Farm. Sorry. Um, yeah, uh, I think yeah, you're, I agree with you. That make that that um, based on how both clear. Stephen and Mark were arguing about who did what, there's clearly a third yeah. personality they they don't know about. Right. Right. Um, here's what I I don't. So I have one thought and then I have a question for you guys. And this could probably steer the conversation a little bit. My first comment is I know that we talked about the action scenes and, you know, I want to see things connect and, and all of that stuff. And things did connect, right? I, I saw that in this. Um, maybe this is just me, but, but Moon Knight feels slow. Mm. Yeah, so slow. It's he he seems it's, slow. It's like Jennifer Garner Electra slow. It's 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 embarrassing. <laughs> like like it's really Dang. bad. Yeah. Um and I don't I don't I don't understand like you have 20 million dollars like where is this money going? Mm-hmm. Well, I is think this just also, going straight to Oscar Isaac's uh, bank account. That's <laughs> Here's what here's what I think. And Ethan Hawke. Oh yeah, and him Ethan too. Hawk. Yeah, he he, yeah. he he he's a big name too. Yeah, you're right. So I think, I mean, let's use that that little circus, whatever. Where that that setting that they the were backyard. At. the backyard, um, <laughs> the backyard. The no, backyard. that's Egypt, man. That's Cairo, bro. That's Cairo, Egypt. Cairo, Egypt. Um, so <laughs> how much how much background or how much um, CGI do you think they used? Is that was that filmed in a room? They flew to Egypt or Morocco, you know, or Algeria. Do you think they actually did they, that, or do you do you think that they put set pieces? I think it's both. I saw some green screen. No, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm joking. It, it, yeah. It's probably mostly just like um, 
a studio. I wonder if him, I wonder if him moving slow has to do with like, he only has so much room to move in. I think so too, because the scene where Mark, I think it was when he was running on the rooftops and jumping, that felt really tight. And, um, I could see like he was, he'd be moving and then the screen would just like, not really glitch out, but you could tell that there was some computerization behind it. Uh, No, but that's impossible. Wasn't Mohammed Diop talking about, oh, he's going to capture the essence? <laughs> like, there's no way. He was totally there, right. guys. He's got to get in. The <laughs> representation's got to be right. This is true. Better than Wonder Ooh. Woman, of course. The, oh, of course. my gosh. Okay. She was just, they just put on a treadmill, and the treadmill wasn't even moving. The background moved. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I just felt like he was slow. Um, yeah, in these fights, like I've seen online, like, whoa, he fight. I love this, you know, amazing fight, and blah blah blah. And wait, what? Um, and that's, that's one I've of the main seen. reasons I was disappointed with the episode because he didn't look impressive when he was right. fighting. Like, honestly, I mean, he can fight. Be... I'm, I mean, I definitely think he's a, he has the potential to help in a multiverse but, event, but it didn't look but good. Let me, but let me tell you something put him up against Captain America, he's getting he's getting washed. Oh, easy. I don't know about that. No, no. Have you seen? Okay, Captain America. The way he fights. You seen Winter Soldier? Yeah, but those those are better projects with better writers. I'm just. I'm not talking about how it looks. Just, just. Never mind how it looks, though. The choreography. The choreography, like just, just from what we saw in this TV show and what we saw in Winter Soldier. You put them in a room. Who's 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 winning? That's a toss up. No, it's not. It is because every time Stephen Grant blacks out, everybody's dead. No, in this episode. Well, this episode I mean, we're again, this episode is bad choreography. It's not. It's not <laughs> but, the character himself okay, being incapable. But that's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. But that's I'm talking about based on what we've seen. That's an unfair comparison, bro. No, it is not. You're comparing. No, it's not. Uh, this is the same. The Captain same. America films by the Russo brothers to Disney Plus. That's if, a, that's not fair. If if okay. And I think I think adding all these other variables is is unfair because we're also doing TV show and movie. But I'm just talking about you take that Captain America. This is this is the same world, is it not? Yeah, I mean, if you took Daredevil against Cap, Daredevil's getting folded, but his choreography looks dope. Okay, but he's but the, again folded based on by but based Cap on what America. you just said. That's an unfair uh, comparison because that's the Russo brothers, and this is Netflix. No, it's not a fair comparison, but it's probably a closer comparison because it, Netflix had a better production, better, um, pr- so, better so you're production saying, elements. So, you, so you're but I saying feel like this production is nothing to scoff at because they have some money, right? Where is it going? <laughs> we talked it, about it. Ethan, Ethan Hawke and Oscar Isaac. They don't even have the buddy. Then it didn't go to choreography. They basically have they they have less money than Netflix. It went to Oscar Isaac. So he could go travel to London so he could practice the accent and get good enough for them to film. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it was. It was <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I don't so I, I hear you with the whole budget thing, but I'm just I'm just going off the premise based on what we've seen, just that alone. Like fighting style. With what I've seen, they could do way better, and I don't know what's going right, on. They behind could the do scenes. way better, but if if we're just going, if we're if if with we're what watching, we have, <laughs> with what we have, like this is what Marvel gave us. Marvel, the same Marvel, also gave us Civil War or not Civil War. Uh, 
Winter Soldier. Sure, different directors, different whatever, right? Bigger budget. Better directors. (laughs) Sure, yeah. But but just based on what we have, if I'm just comparing, I mean, fine, let's do Daredevil and Moon Knight. I don't know. Like, pick your comparison. Like, there's there's so many fighters better than Moon Knight in the MCU. Well, if I take your argument as, um, like, the truth, just if I just embrace it, then you Moon, Knight, to Moon Knight is in even us. worse trouble. Yeah, Because my argument is, hey, I think the story has established that Moon Knight can fight. Mm-hmm. We just didn't see it in this one episode. But if your argument is, no, even things from Steven's point of view was not impressive. Yeah. It, it doesn't stack up to these other Marvel characters, then, then why should people get invested in Moon Knight? That's what I'm wondering. Because if the whole point of Moon Knight is that he deals with injustice through violence, mm-hmm. and the other Egyptian gods look down upon that, like, oh, you're using, like, throwing projectiles and implements to interfere in human affairs? Ha, 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 ha. If that whole premise is just... If we should just throw that out, then what's the point of Moon Knight? That, that's what I'm. That's my question. But if all, if he can't all, fight Captain America, then what's the point? If I, oh yeah, well yeah, I agree. What's with you. the point of Moon Knight? I, yeah, I agree with you. Like you can't. It's the whole buildup problem that a lot of filmmakers and writers and whatever have issues with when it comes to, um, you know, if, if you're telling us. If you're telling us, like, just they spent the first two episodes, especially the first one, showing us, right? It dis- it displays how, um, how violent or the result of his violence, right? Yeah, everybody's dead. Everybody's just just wiped clean, right? Everybody's dead, wiped clean, knocked out, how, whatever you want to, you know. Yeah, and so you display that. But then when you show us Moon Knight in his full costume, this is the most we've seen Moon Knight Yeah, in this whole new series up until this point. This is the most we've seen him. And this is, it, it's, it's the art of the first impression. Like if this is our first impression of what a 10 what a on one with Moon Knight is, I don't have anything to look forward to after this because he's, I'm sorry, he's slow. Unless you get like a a new writing team, because they've done that with other characters, they've done sure. that with like look at Wandavision, like Wanda look at Captain took America. it to well, or forget Wandavision. Look at um, Endgame. Yeah. Like Wanda displayed more power in Endgame than her other appearances, mm-hmm. and that was because the Russo brothers were were right. you know doing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like when she first showed up in Age of Ultron, that was Joss Whedon. Mm. So, right. you know, maybe a different writing team is what's needed cuz I a lot of people that are big Wanda fans, they were like, "No, no, no, she's not. She's more powerful than this." Mm-hmm. But then there were people on your side saying, "Nope, this is what we saw and this is it." But then when you get to Endgame, you're like, "Oh, there it is. Yeah. There it is." So, I feel like yeah. maybe that's the situation with Moon Knight. You need a different writing team to really show the real Moon Knight cuz what I saw was a fake Moon Knight. That's a Moon Knight that's the sh- the Moon Knight you get at the grocery store, like the <laughs> off-brand, you know? Like, yeah. instead of Frosted Flakes, Great you get value. Sugar Flakes. Yeah, it's Crescent Knight. It's not Moon Knight, it's Crescent Knight. <laughs> it's Crescent Knight. 
Like, like this Crest. is this this Star is uh, every Star everything. Night. Star Knight, uh, Starlight, Star Constellation Warrior. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's the perfect yeah. Constellation Warrior. Right, I like it. Constellation that's Warrior. It. Um, yeah. If because think about like again, this is my other issue, right? And I, I hate to like because this is one. This is the better of the Disney Plus shows, yeah. right? So let me not let me not like ignore that. This is the better of it. So you know, I'll accept whatever you want me to accept. That this is going to be the best, you know, with your limitations and everything, right? Um, but his think about everything that Moon Knight represents. Like you have the Egyptian god Khonshu. You have the suit comes on. It's it's a very everything about it is spiritual and 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 above our understanding. And and you're talking about spirits and and. And summoning the suit, and because you summon the suit, now you have these other abilities, and now these abilities that you have is below a martial artist who got his black belt just now. Like, mm. I, I have a problem reconciling that. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, I see. Um, mm. It's it's almost like it's almost like if um, again I'm comparing, <laughs> um, if Tony Stark was a better fighter if he wasn't wearing an Iron Man suit. You see what I'm saying? Like the suit only enhances Tony Stark, and it allows him to fight. And this suit should enhance him. I see what you're saying because, like, Tony Stark doesn't have a fighting physical fighting background, right? But Mark is a mercenary, so if he's a mercenary and now he has this spiritual power, it should be you know, like, it's like okay, we know Hawkeye can fight, but it should be above Hawkeye fighting because he has the spiritual armor right because he needs no suit or anything to in hawkeye that is um to enhance his abilities he has he is who he is right yeah but he his power comes from a completely different realm but then when he fights it's it's that of earthly martial artists like it's well, you know I mean, I mean? he is he is like use he is an a human avatar for a god so He's going to behave right. like a human. Right. But what I'm saying is the fighting should be enhanced. Yeah. yeah and I'm with you on and that. By, I'm with you you on know that. what I mean? Like, yeah. not, not like, you know, he should be able to fly and all. No, 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 no. Um, but his fighting should be enhanced. But what I saw was no different than, say, for example, Captain America. It, That's the only reason why I compared it, the two. It looked no different than Hawkeye. And, and I think of Hawkeye simply because that was the last show we reviewed. Yeah, I totally get your Captain America comparison because I think Moon Knight should be Captain America in the sense that he goes into a room full of guys and all those guys are dealt with because that's how mm-hmm. it was in the Captain America movies. He, even the elevator scene, he's like, before we get started, does well, anyone yeah. want to get out? Like, mm-hmm. that's the level of confidence that like he had because of his abilities. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you, Rob. Moon Knight's not matching that. He's not, then do you he's guys not doing think, that. I have a question then. Do you guys think this third character, this third person, is the answer to all of these issues? Or do you think he's just going to suck from here on out? Um, I think that if we're being introduced to this third character, and he's the one going around killing people, mm-hmm. then I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because maybe this Moon Knight is not the one who's been 
knocking people out and fighting people. Maybe this is just the one we've seen anytime he puts on the costume, but we're still yet to see the Moon Knight costume uh, with Jake or whoever it's going to be. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel great about waiting to see, like, because, but we have three more episodes left. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, Fergie. I think um, Mark might be going through some things emotionally and isn't as effective as he was in the past. Okay. But at the end of the day, that scene was still terrible. It still was right. <laughs> the actual Elise, fight scene doesn't Were you look, gonna say something, Elise? Yeah. No, I think I think uh I think Rinaldi kinda covered it because I was wondering, I was like, okay, yeah, there's that third personality who may have been the one that has been doing stuff since um episode one. But I was like, but but Mark himself is still the mercenary. Shouldn't he still be able to have hands? But then Rinaldi's comment about like, yeah, Maybe whatever he's going through might be kind of like messing with his effectiveness, you know. Yeah. Doesn't Conchu allude to that? Like when he's talking to um Mark about like there's something that's holding him back or something mm. that his wife doesn't even know that's like stopping him from I don't know, he kind of alluded to it or touched upon Wasn't it. Wasn't that Arthur? Was it? Or I can't remember. No, because the, the wife, the wife doesn't know about. Well, before the fighting, Arthur shows up and and says some things about Mark, and says, "You know, do you really know your husband to Layla?" Right. Is that what you're but talking about? I don't know about? if Conchu said. Did Conchu speak before that as well? I think so because there was a scene where they were driving back in the car, and and I forget who specifically said it, but she's like, "What did they mean?" Uh, when they said that, like I thought oh, I knew that was Arthur. That you. was Arthur. Oh, okay. that was Arthur. That was yeah. I think the only thing Conchu said was, um, and this was like way early in the episode when they were still trying to figure out where Arthur even was. Uh, he what he was saying is is that um, Conchu was saying something to the effect of like, like you have to, you know. Like, you have to leave all of the stuff that you're worried about behind. Like, you know, time is of the essence. Something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess in, in his mind, he's like, yo, your whole personal life stuff, we don't got time for that. We got to find Arthur. You know? Yeah. That's the only thing I remember Conchu saying about, to Mark about mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. Then I Mark- guess I was thinking about Stephen. Okay. Or, not Stephen. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, Hawk. Ethan Hawke. Yeah. I like how in our in our podcast we you know for some characters we don't even say their character names we literally just say the actor name. <laughs> it's like when I see like Denzel Washington in a movie I'm like oh Denzel's character like uh, or like Will Smith it's like yeah. don't even try to play us right yeah yeah, yeah yeah. So I have a question for you guys then. Um, thinking about episode three and how how episode how this whole show started from episode one and, and kind of how we felt about that. Then we had episode two, and now we are at episode three. Um, do we? Because remember how we started? It was we were confused, right? We were confused. We were, uh, we were uh, curious of a lot of where this show was going. Do we feel like that the confusion was lost? Do are we still interested? Are we still confused? Are we still? Uh, curious. Where where are we at now that we're at halfway through? 
still kind of the same. Um, just I think the story or the characters trying to either learn about themselves or learn about each other or trying to um, solve the clues to stop Arthur. I think all that stuff's been good. Um, that stuff has been keeping me interested in watching the show. I just think when we actually get Moon Knight, that's the big problem. That's the deficiency. That's the, the weakness. But Mark trying to find Harrow and Layla trying to learn more about Mark and we, the audience, we don't even know how Mark even became Moon Knight. You know, all that stuff's still interesting to me. Mm. We'll be right back. Are you tired of leaving the theater disappointed? Do you love dissecting all the best and worst of what Hollywood has to offer? Getting the rundown on what to see and what to avoid at all costs. Join Michael Pishinary, host of the Movies Worth Seeing podcast. Michael reviews all the trending Hollywood films and gives you the inside scoop. The inside scoop. So you'll never leave the theater disappointed again. Check out Movies Worth Seeing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify now. Yeah, I think for me, because this is the, um, one of the better Disney Plus shows, I'm like in. I'm like, my seatbelt's on. I'm ready for this ride. Um, so even like all of the things that you guys are pointing out, how like you're, it's just not really hitting home. I can overlook it because I know what bad looks like for Disney Plus and this isn't it. So I'm like, you know what, wherever this is taking me, I'm curious. And I liked how a lot of this reminded me of like Indiana Jones and the mummy. And it has almost yeah. like a cinematic feel to it, which is, I think, again, different for Disney plus. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Fergie. I think the only I think where we disagree is like when he actually becomes Moon Knight. That's my only yeah. issue. Mm-hmm. Everything else. I'm good. I'm here for it. I want to find uh, all these these questions out because I think. What Arthur or Ethan Hawke has done, he's he's created a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. And I want to find out the answers. Mm-hmm. So that's a mark of a good show. Mm-hmm. How about you, Elise? Um, are you are you still curious? Are you confused still? Um. Well, first off, before I answer that question, I was just gonna say shout out to Layla for knowing how to use a gun. She was just like boop boop. boop. <laughs> so yep. Point and her necklace. <laughs> yeah. So kudos to her for being an effective like number two. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I'm still, I'm still looking forward to where this show goes. Um, again, multiple personality disorder is a very intriguing topic to me in general. So I want to see hopefully more of the personalities. I, I am concerned like I usually am in regards to pacing. Um, cause I forgot, like I watched this episode um yesterday and i totally forgot they only have six episodes so that's what really made me like "Ooh, wait a minute they Mm. probably maybe i should have gotten more from this episode Mm. so um so yeah i mean we'll we'll see how it goes i'm still excited for it this is a different type of hero if you could call him that um so yeah i i still it still has my attention that's good that's good i i like the story um, the story's good. It's, um, I think it's leaving me with a lot of questions 
and I'm not, my mind isn't at a place where it's trying to solve everything, you know, mm-hmm. in the show. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I'm, as far as the story, I'm along for the ride. Um, but much like Rinaldi, the issue is Moon Knight, like himself, like when he puts on the suit and it becomes a CGI fest yeah. and mm-hmm. which is, which is very interesting because <sighs> why wasn't this even, practical? Why didn't they just make him wear a practical they, suit? Literally. That's, that's literally my thought. Like, um, cause there is a guy wearing a practical suit, I think, but I think it, there's additive CGI in places where they probably shouldn't be CGI, like the hood, the cape, um, the mask, just all of it. Right. But <laughs> I remember when the trailer for this first came out and I saw the costume, I wasn't a fan. And still, till this point, it's still an issue that I'm having with the show is Moon Knight, like the costume, like the 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 fighter the knight you know like this is again great it's disney plus and you know i think fergie when you said that you've seen bad from disney (laughs) sorry excuse me you've seen bad from disney plus um and this isn't it and i'm like yeah you're absolutely right like this is this is great disney plus content overall it's just this is where I don't know. I have a um, I have a spicy take right here. Uh, here go. go for it. Go <laughs> so for it, man. I think I don't know what how to phrase this. So let's you know we 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 take all of these characters right. These Disney Plus characters. We got Kate Bishop, Sam Wilson, Scarlet Witch, um, and variant Loki. I think visually, Moon Knight is the worst. Visually speaking, out of all of these, the worst one. How so? Um, because of everything Rob just highlighted. Like, yeah, Sam's costume is not fashionable. The color scheme <laughs> needs to be switched up. The- but the actual suit puts in work. Like those wings, like take care of business. But and he's faster is, yeah. wearing that suit than his original suit. So he just needs to link up with Fergie or someone that has good fashion sense and change up mm-hmm. the colors. That's it. Loki looks fabulous as always, even though the story was lacking. Um, Wanda, I mean, shoot, she looked amazing in that little Scarlet Witch outfit. Kate Bishop, she was fly. When they all fight, they look good. All of them. Mm. I-, I think Moon Knight, he looks the worst. When, he- when Moon Knight is wearing the suit and fighting. Now, on the flip side, I think the story is probably, I mean, maybe it's between him and Wanda, but in terms of the story, it's probably compelling, the story. But visually, the character is like, man, this is, like, I feel like the other characters looked better. Maybe Mm. you guys disagree. No, I think even Loki Loki looked good. Mm -hmm. He was acting like a cornball, but he looked good. (laughs) Yeah, when you break it down like that, it's hard to fight. Rinaldi out here thinking he's going to start another three on one. <laughs> Little does he know, he he explained his point very very eloquently. Oh, thank you. Yeah, maybe no, it's that I, maybe I, it's that fresh air in Maine. That's what's doing it. For me. You know what? Maybe, man. Maybe you're out of the the Boston fog. Yeah, and you're, you're in Maine now. You're out of Massa. Uh, no goblins yep. out here, man. Yeah, white. I was gonna say, I was just about to say, is there a Maine goblin? 
Nah, just clean. The no, no Portland fresh air. No. <laughs> no Portland. <laughs> It's, uh, it's like the Steve Rogers fan club out here, man. Damn. <laughs> nice and calm, friendly people. <laughs> that's wow. That's uh, that also was very eloquently put. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I follow you. Um, what was I going to say though? Before we uh, talked about white people. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, I think you're right, Rinaldi. I think um, the show. It looks like clean. It looks crisp, and it, it, the quality of it is good. But there, there's like there is a color, there is a color palette, and like a you know you got the costume and and all that stuff. It's it's almost like okay, it's not as the word you used was compelling. It's not as compelling as like the story the itself. The story itself is great. Yeah, but just the visual like, element is it's not there. Because you got Loki, which was visually stunning. Yeah. Um, you have WandaVision, which was creative and stunning in its own way and, and had great aesthetics. Um, I don't know if I agree with you on Hawkeye, though, to be honest with you. I, I personally would say... I mean, when you said Hawkeye, did you mean like costume? Yeah, the characters that- in their costume and, and how they were okay. fighting. It, it, okay. I'm not saying it was great, but it was, it was, it was solid. That's what you know what? Yeah. That's the other thing too. I I don't remember complaining about do you guys remember me complaining about the fighting in Hawkeye? Yeah, uh, I, I mean no blood. General <laughs> I think yeah, yeah, I think we just said no was blood. that that there was no blood. Yeah, yeah. but it was no fine. Yeah. The fighting itself was fine. It was just like yeah. uh, it, it was like pulling punches basically. Yeah. 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 I think uh, Yelena also saved the day too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think the only fighting complaint we had probably was Kingpin. Like he wasn't like mm. really coming at uh, Kate with the with the Marvel uh, Netflix type of uh, in- intensity, but we knew that couldn't slide <laughs> in yeah. the drafts. You know how there's like you know how there's like um, you know different kinds of of martial arts, like different subgenres, if you will, of martial arts. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if we are witnessing like the different fighting styles among. You know all these platforms that that have comic book hero whatever TV shows like you have the Netflix way of fighting, but then if they move over to Disney Plus, they have to adjust to something more uh, tame. And if you go over to the MCU in the movies, it's it's different. Like I it, I just I don't know. I'm just noticing that like yeah. depending on the platform, the the fighting is different. Mm-hmm. And you know I think. With Disney Plus, that seems to be like a, a major thing. Unless, unless Jake comes in and saves the day, or this yeah. third personality. Mm-hmm. I'm just, but, but, but let's let's go back though. I'm going to put this out there. Um, the the complaint was that in this episode he he's slow, and Ronaldo, you said that it could be most likely it's like the producers, the writers, the director, right? Yeah, it's it's their direction. This is the same group that is has directed whatever scenes that Jake is in or this third personality. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So true. So I, I'm hoping that they deliberately held off so that we can actually see him let loose later on. But if this is the same director and this is, then this was supposed to blow us away. Um, I'm not sure. I wonder if this was intentional and maybe I'm being optimistic because this whole episode 
Mark is kind of struggling to, in my opinion, be who he was before Steven took over his body. Yeah. Because I think Mark, and this is all me just guessing, but I think Mark knows he has multiple personality disorder. And I think he was using this to find Ethan Hawke's character. Like he was allowing Steven to take over a little bit at a time to throw Steven's, um, sorry, Ethan Hawke's um, disciples or followers off his trail. Mm -hmm. He was kind of manipulating his mental disorder to trick people. Right. But then something happens and he just loses all control of Steven completely. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's what's making him fight less effectively. And you can even see it when he talks to his wife. He's not the same. He seems like a very brash, straightforward, John Bernthal, Punisher type guy. Mm-hmm. But in this episode, he doesn't feel brash at all. He feels a little bit uncertain and off balance. So mm-hmm. maybe this was all intentional. And that mm-hmm. Jake is the one that's taking it upon himself to be the violent like aggressor mm-hmm. especially when he's in the temple during yeah. when Khonshu is basically brought before the gods mark is like he's just off balance even there yeah you know so i don't know i don't know if this is intentional or if i'm reading too much into mark in this episode mark specter you know yeah. well i think while we're still in speculation station i think that what you said rob is making me think a whole lot. You know, maybe what we're getting as far as choreography and fighting is all that we're going to get because I think throughout all of these series, the third episode is really the turning point. And if we haven't noticed an improvement now, I think it's safe to say we won't see it in the future. Um, and I think the directors, director of choreography, whatever you want to call it, I think they focus really heavily on like visuals, like the switching between personalities. Maybe all their budget went into like whatever traveling to whatever, you know, Middle Eastern country that they went to, um, that they don't have as much importance on the fighting. And so I think this might just be what we're going to get out of the series as far as that's concerned. Oh, so you don't think, you think Mark going through a lot of things emotionally is is disconnected from the fighting or that's a possibility. I think so. Okay. Cause I, I don't know. I don't think we're, I don't think we're going to get the type of fighting that will satisfy you guys. And it seems like it's, it could possibly be an afterthought. Yeah. I think at this point I'll set up for Hawkeye level fighting. That's I, <laughs> my standards. Dang. Cause I feel like if we're basing it off, not how I feel about moon Knight as a character, but just off of this episode, right? This episode, then yes, he would not only lose to captain America, but he would also lose to Clint Barton, Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. Yes. Hawkeye. Yes. yes. Wow. Even Kate, he would literally lose to Kate Bishop based off this episode. Now, if based if off Kingpin my optimism lost to Kate Bishop, for the finale of this show, no, 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 he's beating captain America. If, 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 if they, up their game for the final episode. But if we're just going off of right now, nah, he's losing to Kate Bishop, Captain America, Bucky, both versions of Bucky, so. Loki, even variant Loki. <laughs> not both versions. <laughs> not, not, even both the, versions. not even the original Loki. Like the original Loki that gave Captain America a very difficult time during a fight. I'm talking about variant Loki <laughs> who got slapped by Sylvie, like Chris Rock. 
he that Loki would be Moon Knight based off this episode. Yeah, I I was uh, I was saying if if Kingpin lost to Kate, Moon Knight's definitely losing to Kate. <laughs> yeah, mm. I'm it. sorry. Like, I, the, he, was that really was a loss? Be... I, I don't think that was that was like a a plot. The plot has to allow Kate to win. I don't, bro. You keep, okay, <laughs> I don't no, count okay, that no, no, as a... no, 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 no. You have to count it. Here's why, Ronaldo, because you were you're doing the same thing that we did with the example with Captain America. Mm-hmm. You have to accept whatever it is they're giving you, and by accept, I mean this is what they're giving you. Yeah, I know because she's like gonna it. be elevated, and she needs that on her resume. Right. Blah blah. And blah. so, and so if. <laughs> Because she's going to show up in another project and be like, I'd be Kingpin. I'm like, ah. Oh, right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, geez. Right. That's, but, that's what she's going to say. But you have to because so, they're elevating her. Right. So so it's easy for us to go, well, the behind the scenes and, oh, well, the CGI team and, oh, well, the production team and, oh, well, what's better writers. We could always talk right. about the what if part of it, but what we got is what we got. And if this Moon Knight... Based on episode three, what we got is in the MCU. He's he's losing to Kate. Yeah, I mean, they, th- and that's a big problem. They gotta they gotta fix it, whether in this show or another project, because they have to. Because that's I don't. That's the whole core of his. I mean, they the other gods literally make fun of Kanchu for being obsessed with violence. But then yeah. when we see him be violent, it's like not yeah. even. It's not even Hawkeye level violence. So, the, the, the so what was this not, argument the gods are having? Here's, what, here's what was the it? most <laughs> intense, the, the most intense fighting I've seen in this in this show is episode one. In the end, when he kicks the the hound. No, I disagree. No, no, no. no. I disagree. What, what, so, what's the most violent part that you've seen? When Layla was fighting that black dude named Beck, oh, that was man. the most violent talk, thing well, I ever I'm talk, saw. Sorry, I meant I meant mm. Moon Knight fighting. Oh yeah, my fault. Yeah, Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I, I meant Moon. Knight. I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. The most violent we've seen him is that one kick <laughs> to the Hound. Everything else we've seen, these are slow kicks. These are he. See, he looks winded. He looks like he had a very big lunch. <laughs> you want to know the, the he's second? Like slow. <laughs> the second most violent thing. What's the second one? When Mark. Kicked the mirror because he was angry at Steven's reflection. Oh my god, <laughs> that was very violent. He was like, "What? You just shut up, shut up, shut up." I was like, "Wait, where was this, Mark, where in episode this? three? Yeah, what in the world." <laughs> or whenever, also when he took out the mirror in from the car, right? Oh yeah, he when threw he just, the like, car, snapped it. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> Hmm. Kind of need that. And where was that yeah, man's hands in episode three? <laughs> I don't know. At least, do you feel like this is Bucky all over again? <laughs> Are we entering that situation with Mark Spector and Moon Knight? I mean, well, I, I think it's hard to tell because, like, I at least okay. So we actually saw Bucky in the movies about like when he was when he was a boss character, and then we saw the downgrade. It's like, oh man, now he's playable. Snap! But we didn't even <laughs> get like the pre like man he's like you know top of the line shape and then now he's like depowered so i can't really make the complete you know comparison so i don't know but yeah it's just i i, I don't know it's kind of it's semi weak sauce yeah, right we didn't now get pre we didn't get pre mental breakdowns uh mark yet let me throw this example out there there's there's a few examples i'm thinking about we're we're you know from boston 
We're a Boston-based podcast. Yep. And, you know, uh, we love the Boston Celtics. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Remember when Rajon Rondo was, like, one of the number one mm-hmm. point guards in the yep. NBA because of the Boston Celtics? Yeah. Those those no looks, the the fake passes, the like one of the best assists ever, yep. right? That we've seen, like yeah. amazing. He moves to a different team. What happens? Mm. He's not as effective. He's not. He's not. Though there's still, there's still playoff of, Rondo. There is still he'll, he'll turn Rondo. it up for the. But during the season, he's not the same. It's... He's not the same Rondo. Not the same Rajon Rondo. That's what happens when when. <laughs> When a character goes from the MCU movies and goes to the small screen to Disney Plus, they get downgraded. They they get depowered. Wow. Yeah. I feel like that's like the best example I can cool. come up with. Another example is a wrestling example where like Oh man. <laughs> I have I have a, a ton of examples. One of them is wrestling. Um where a major superstar or somebody who's like mid-card but very very liked by the audience, um he they never put him over. Right, yeah. The company never puts him over, mm. so he goes to another company, and sometimes that wrestler will get put over in a different company, or that company is just gonna like lose him, right? Yeah. Or or when somebody from say for example ECW from back in the day comes to WWE and they get like pummeled all the way to the bottom because he was he was ECW, yeah, WCW, um. I mean, these are just examples of like, you know, when these these characters that we've seen develop over the years, they go to Disney Plus, they get depowered. So these new characters are coming in. They're they're on even playing field now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can go on. So do you guys feel because I, you know, I know we've been, you know, talking about just Moon Knight himself. But how do we feel about Mark, Layla, Arthur? The stuff that we're intrigued by, do do we have any specific thoughts about why we're intrigued by, at the very least, Arthur opening up all these questions about who Mark really is to uh, Layla? We'll be right back. Trauma is a catalyst. It provokes significant change in the lives of survivors, as well as in the lives of their caregivers. Join me, Carrie Rickert, on my podcast, Transformational Trauma and Healing, as our guests share their stories of trauma and the resources that have been beneficial to them. We will celebrate our guests' successes and learn from their struggles, adding tools to our trauma survival toolbox along the way. I do have a question kind of in that same vein, Rinaldi, and it's the scene where all of the gods and the avatar are inside the pyramid of Giza mm-hmm. and they're basically putting Kanchu on trial and Hera walks in and he's basically like, you got to take my word over this guy's word and everyone just follows along. And I'm like, what, what does he know? Or why does he have so much more pull and people are just going with what he's saying and not actually listening? Um, to Kanchu, like what what's going on there? I think this is why I really like this scene a lot because it made me it helped me to understand why Arthur resents Kanchu and doesn't respect him. 
because Khonshu, it seems like he has a very one-track mind where it's like violence is the only answer to a problem. And now that mm-hmm. violence isn't working because you can't, because every time they try to kidnap a follower of Arthur and threaten them with violence to find out where Arthur is, they just kill themselves. So oh, true. they don't have a solution to finding Arthur related to violence. So now he's desperate and he's willing to subject himself to a trial to get Arthur arrested by the gods or whatever. But Arthur already knows that Arthur already knows that Conchu is desperate and just very one dimensional in how he thinks. So he's able to use his bad reputation to convince the other gods to just not take him seriously. And it doesn't help that Mark is not super assertive in defending Conchu <laughs> because he has all these emotional problems because of Conchu. So I don't know. That, that was my thoughts on it. I thought it was mm-hmm. interesting. I think Ethan Hawke is doing a good job as this character and just trying to, he's kind of like a cult leader. Like he just asks these questions that cause people to doubt themselves. When before he asked the question, they were very convicted, convicted in what they believed and now they're just questioning everything so i think he's doing a good job like i mean he's even doing it to gods like he just walks into the room brings up a bunch of questions like well what about this guy that Kanchu is using like doesn't he have mental problems like don't you think like maybe he should get help or and then all the gods are like huh yeah you have a good point (laughs) you know Kanchu, no more mistakes one more and you're gonna be in stone mister Egyptian god impression there, Rinaldi. So I don't know. I like that scene. I like. I thought it was good. Yeah. What did you say, Rob? I said that that was a great Egyptian god impression. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) (laughs) it did. It it makes me want a flashback episode with Conchu because now Mm -hmm. I have all these questions about him and why he was motivated to pick Mark over Arthur in the first place. So I don't know if we're going to get that either. Because, like, why did you switch from Arthur to Mark? Yeah, it's a lot to fit into a uh, a six-episode thing. So I don't know if they'll touch that. I mean, I would love that. that's why I was disappointed. That's why I was disappointed. Because I'm like, y'all, you could have fit a little bit of this stuff in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, unless they decide to do... I mean, I don't know if you guys know this. Are they going to have multiple seasons? Because maybe for this season, they might worry on about... Harrow, and then maybe in another season they can kind of dig into that, but I don't know. Um, I feel like with this character, you would want multiple seasons. Right. Especially when I read the comics, like, this was years ago, but the comics felt very episodic. They weren't like these big arcs that ended, like, like kind of like Captain America's story arc, where he was like this young kid, and then he got the powers, and then he believed in something bigger than himself, but then he realized it was a lie. And then he, like, it was just one big arc, but I feel like Moon Knight, it's more episodic. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it makes I think it would sense. fit. Sense. Yeah. I don't think it's like yeah. one big arc because this, it feels like he's going to be dealing with a lot of stuff for an yeah. extended period of time. Well, so I know. If we, oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, if we get a season two, do you think we'll still see Harrow, or is he going to be done by the end of this season? Oh, no, he's done by the end of the season. I think they're going to move on to other threats. Okay. Yeah, so I know we talked a lot about, like, issues we're having with Moon Knight and Disney Plus overall, but this is one of the better 
if not the better Disney Plus shows, and I'm here for it. Um, but it's not without expressing some of the things that we want to see improvement in. Um, but I'm still here for it. I like watching. Um, um, oh my gosh, all these names. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oscar Isaac. Isaac I, I almost called him Oliver. Yeah. Uh, Oscar Isaac. Oh man. Uh, oh my gosh. His name Jake is his name. Mark, Mark Spector, uh, Stephen Grant. Is his name Conchu? Like yeah, um, <laughs> Arthur, Layla, I, I um Ethan Hawk. Like I I I'm here for these actors. I'm here for the story. Um and I'm and I'm here to see where this goes and how this ties in all over to MCU. Did you also notice that they mentioned Madripoor? Yep, yeah. they did. Yes, I forgot to say that. Yep. So, I think they mentioned that because um Gasper, is that the actor's name? Mm-hmm. That yeah. passed away. So, his character was I guess a um a black market art dealer, like a very powerful black market art dealer. Mm-hmm. So, I wonder if he linked up with Sharon and got some art from her. Because oh, Sharon was a Booker. black market dealer in right. in Madripoor and Falcon Winter Soldier. Hmm. So you mean the pot? You, you mean the highly pot possible? <laughs> and there aren't there rumors that Sharon is supposed to be in Moon Knight, like she's supposed oh, to show up. What? Oh wait, so, hold do, it. Wait, 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 wait. What? Where'd you hear this? Uh, somewhere just floating around. I don't oh. know if it's for real. But Sharon Carter. Any was supposed Easter eggs? To be, well, the, the Madripoor thing, and then the fake passport thing, and that Layla had, and the passports that, the, like, because Mark has a bunch of different passports, and he's wanted by the CIA, mm. and Sharon used to work for the CIA, so, and you, again, you have a black market art dealer that was in this episode, so I don't know. I don't know if she's going to pop in at some point. Or if it's just an end credit thing, I don't know. But oh, I just, boy. I don't know. I heard it was rumors. It wasn't anything. It's not Dude, worthy you, of comic book movie news. Like, it was just yeah. some, something I saw floating around. Uh, Wait, there was an end credit? No. Or no. You know how, like, at the end of a Disney Plus series, they do end credit scenes? Oh, Where okay. I'm saying something, it is that a possibility? She might show up, like, at yeah. the end. You know, maybe she wants to mm-hmm. find Mark because... Mark knows people that she knows, or maybe she wants to sell him art. I don't know. You know, <laughs> just sell him art, or hire <laughs> or him, right? Him, or hire him as a mercenary, or who knows? All yeah, what what Elise said. That's probably the more better uh, idea. <laughs> sell him art. <laughs> yeah, not a not a big Sharon fan, and I'm the guy that defends unlikable <laughs> characters, but I can't do that with Sharon. Yeah. I mean, are you guys interested in what the news is saying about it? Or should we hold off? I heard one Easter egg about Kang being talked about in this. Oh, interesting. And Moon Knight? Oh, interesting. What a tie-in. Do you remember how he connects to to this episode? Or are you saying it's going to come up later? Um, It was in the rooftop fighting scene with that kid. Um, I think one of the, the last the last kid to be al- to be alive um oh, he was wearing a denim jacket the one who killed and on himself? the back of the jacket was yeah i think so on his denim jacket there was like a a symbol and then like kang's colors oh okay oh, cool hmm. interesting i wonder if that's just a nod though um yeah that sounds more like a nod yeah i mean i doubt K- K- kang the conqueror 
showing up in Moon Knight. I nah. Yeah, I can't see it. The right only now, the only reference I could think of is when I don't know what you guys thought of this scene, but when Conchu, um, like I guess he could can manipulate the stars in the sky, and so he manipulates the stars in the sky to go back to 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 force the constellations to go backward in time. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's ex- it's not necessarily time travel per se. It's more mm-hmm. like making objects celestial sky objects move backward in time. I don't know if you guys thought that was interesting. I thought it looked cool. And it did remind me of Kang because it is moving objects through time. Oh, interesting. And just like in Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange made that apple move back in time in the Doctor Strange Mm. uh, origin movie Hmm. with the time stone. He made the apple like become eaten and then whole again. Yeah. So it's so it's almost like Kanchi was doing the same thing, but with stars. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I looked it up online. Um, apparently there are articles, um, saying that this isn't just a rumor that Sharon Carter uh, might in fact show up uh, in Moon Knight. Yeah. After three I guess episodes, that makes sense. After three episodes, I can see the tie in. Yeah. Yeah, they have to connect everything together somehow, right? Yeah, yeah. She, she maybe she hired Mark Spector in the past. Who knows? Mm, maybe, hmm. maybe we'll see. We'll see. Anything else you guys want to add to this uh, episode before we wrap up? Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess um I forgot to say too. So like okay, so Conchu is sealed. Does does that mean they don't have access to the suit? Oh yeah. Yeah, the suit's, that's a great suit's question. Gone. The suit. So yeah, so I guess that's another interesting thing of like what's going to happen with that. Mm-hmm. How are how are they going to do these mm-hmm. missions? Because my man's is struggling right now, and Layla seems to be the only competent fighter at this point. So <laughs> like, how y'all gonna how y'all gonna fight Arthur, who's connected? But there's, to only, there's only so much Layla can do. I mean, that's what I I'm give saying. her props for killing that one dude, but it, that was one dude. Yeah, well, that's what mm-hmm. I'm Arthur say- still got a whole gang of dudes. Sorry, my fault. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. If, 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 if you know, to, yeah, to your point, there's limitations. So if she's the only one who's, like, kind of competent right now and, like, he's dealing with, you know, his whatever, Mark is dealing with whatever, and now he doesn't have the suit. Or maybe this third person, maybe that's where the third personality comes in and now he will be able to get yeah. things done. I, I don't know. But that, um, I guess that'll be interesting to see It's either that get unfolds. Jake... Or get Sharon Carter. Uh, oh, can you imagine? Gun to my head. Gun to my head. <laughs> you get the power broker. We said skilled fighter. <laughs> we said yeah. We said skilled. But fighter. but they need power, right? They don't have Conchu's power, so Jake you can get you can get that's, power broker that's power. Mm-mm. Get that power mm-hmm. broker. Let's go. Imagine being. I want, at I want the rocks kind of power. Your... It's about drive. It's about power. It's about <laughs> that kind of power. You're being at such a low point that you need to call up Sharon. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're really desperate. It's like, ah, man. Sharon's only showing up because everybody else did not answer their phone. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 
Well, that's our discussion. Uh, let us know what you think of everything we talked about in this episode. You can write to us by emailing marvelousfriendspod at gmail.com. You can also call and leave us a voicemail. That number is 617-299-6644. Let us know about everything that you've heard in this episode, or if you want to say hi to us, that's fine too. Marvelous Friends is available on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. To our Apple Podcast listeners, write us a review and let us know your thoughts. For more fun, unexpected, and low-key ratchet Marvel content, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvelous underscore pod. You can also like Marvelous Friends Pod on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get updates on all our latest uploads and behind-the-scene content. Links to all of these platforms and more are in the show notes of this episode below. This is the Marvelous Friends Podcast.